Hi, I'm Harut Markarian, and this is Mobility and Inclusion, the show where we share the powerful stories of people with disabilities and daring entrepreneurs making waves in our world. From technological innovations to best practices in business, we'll learn what it really means to live in an inclusive and universally designed environment. Welcome to your new episode of Mobility and Inclusion. With us, we have a highly networked speech-language pathologist, Mei-Ling Chen. Mei-Ling has over 14 years of clinical practice from preschool through geriatrics. She is an expert in augmentative and alternative communication. She is currently working with Cognition to create the world's first brain-computer interface and augmented reality technology for AAC, and is organizing her second book in the number one Kindle bestseller series, Becoming an Exceptional Leader. The anthology is created by co-authors who have joined Mailing as guests on their Exceptional Leaders podcast and Facebook Live interviews, where she spotlights disability leaders all over the world. She is also working with Verge Learning, uh, Learning following recent acquisition of Exceptional ED, the professional development platform she co-founded. Mailing, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on the show with you. I'm really excited. We are honored to have you. So uh, before we get into it, I wanted to ask uh, to I wanted to ask you to give us a little uh, briefing of who Mailing was before, and how did it how did she get into this field? Oh, okay. Well, I came out this little tiny baby. I think I was like five pounds. <laughs> uh, good start. I never know how far do you go back, right? Well, right, right before you decided, I guess, to be in this field. That's a great question. Um, so I went to school, I went to college at uh, Rutgers College, Douglas College Rutgers um, in New Jersey. And I'm really proud of that. Um, that was an amazing time for me. And I would say those were like the best times of my life. Um, I really enjoyed college. Um, but I, I say this because I was kind of having too much fun. So I joined a sorority, Phi Sigma Sigma, and was doing my thing. And I was getting A's and B's. Um, and I had planned to go into business school. So I thought this was going to be easy peasy because up until then, everything had been pretty easy for me. I was a straight A student. You know, everything was like just coasting. Did my application and I got waitlisted. Um, it said I just needed to take like one more class. I had to inch up my GPA a little bit. No problem. Took that. Didn't get in. That's when my whole life fell apart. And I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to be a business school. My father's going to kill me. Right. So uh, I said, okay, I'll go into uh, communications, thinking like that was the easy way out. Um, and I ended up loving it. Um, I was taking classes on public speaking and broadcasting, and it was just fantastic. Um, so that ended up, you know, being wonderful. Um, but then I, uh, let's see what happened right after that. I got a job in the hotels, which was fun. If anyone has ever worked in hotels, great. Um, I ended up doing sales with them. Loved Hyatt and Sheridan and uh, Ramada also. And then I got to stay home with my children for 10 years. And that was such a blessing and a curse. And I can say this now, this is when um, people were just starting to come out with um, postpartum depression. Remember, like mm -hmm. that was Rosie O'Donnell and, you know, everyone mm -hmm. started to talk about that. And I think I had a little bit of that, meaning the depression that I had was really like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this every day, like sit at home with my kid. And my kid was a little difficult. He was a crying, colicky baby. Um, and I just, I don't really knew, I didn't know what I had signed on for. Really, it's just an amazing time for women, you know, because it's like, okay, in three weeks, do you get back to work or do you really embrace this blessing if you can to stay home with your kids? So I embraced it, became like, you know, mom, helicopter, helicopter mom of the year type of thing. Um, and I stayed home for 
10 years, Harut, wow. if you can imagine. Yeah. But um, in May form, if you know me, you know, I'm always doing something. So I had several businesses. I did MLM, I did candles, you know, stuff like that. And then the internet came about. So I popped up my little eBay shop as soon as that opened up. And I started selling new and used maternity clothes. And nice. it was called emommy.com. And so like, I have always loved computers, internet, all of that started doing that. Um, and then we ended up moving to Arizona. And I decided to go back to school. And my Thea, who is a Colombian woman, she's amazing. And she's in New York City. She said, Meme, you need to be a speech therapist. And I was like, what's that? And you know, I figured I like to talk a lot, right? Um, so I looked into it. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, this sounds amazing. So I went back to school after 10 years. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Mm -hmm. because it was very um, uh, heavy in the medical area, which I had not planned for. I thought, oh, I'm just going to have summers off and, you know, play with my kids and teach them how to talk. Um, but there was this whole other area of uh, speech language pathology that I actually really loved. So I ended up um, doing that. So I love to tell people that I am a return student after 10 years of being out and you can do it. Um, and then I have other people that I know who have gone back and they're getting their PhD and they're, you know, older women. And I'm, I'm always so amazed because the brain is, it just learns differently yeah. when you're a little older, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm really proud that this is really my chosen field. Um, and lo and behold, is that you needed a communications minor or bachelor's to build on that. So I did have some prereq um, classes that I had to take to qualify to be able to apply for the master's program. But that was totally worth it and really um, just helped me to get more excited, you know, about the ultimate profession. Oh, that's, uh, wow. Uh, well, I don't know where to go from here. But no, no. That, <laughs> that, was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, actually, um, speaking about the language, uh, languages, so I bought your book and uh, I started reading it a little bit. Uh, I bought a little bit. And then you book. fell asleep? No, 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 no. Actually, I did not. Uh, uh, I just realized that a lot of the stuff you, you mentioned uh, was in the first section of the book, at least that I read. Um, and uh, we have something in common. Both of us have a son named uh, Christian. I have a uh, Nick and Alex. No, who was Christian? There was something about Christian in the book. I don't know. Am um, I reading the right book? <laughs> becoming an exceptional leader. Um, yeah, becoming a sexual leader. That, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so weird. Hmm. So scratch that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, tell us about your book a little bit. When did you when did you publish it? And uh, you mentioned there were co-authors, right? Yes. Who were they? I, yes. I saw Eileen wrote to her forward. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're connected by Eileen Gruba, who is an amazing actress. Um, and she is, she's just well known now for being a leader and an advocate for um, people in any type of television, entertainment, all of that, to um, be able to do their job as someone who has a disability, but that the work is not just about the disability. Mm -hmm. So that's how you and I met. We have that common thread. I met her through Dr. Shelley Hipsky, who I love to um, talk about. She's just an amazing leader. She has the Inspiring Lives magazine, and she's just a, a, a global uh, leader for women. And then also she has a, a very strong, um, her part is in the disability area also. Um, so going back just a little bit, the, the book is part of a five-year plan, 
which they tell you to do. And I want you to know that these things are powerful. You know, like when you really, you put pen to paper and you put the time in to really envision this, you know, what would this look like? What would this feel like? Um, I, I definitely poo-pooed that years ago. I was like, okay, I'll write my five-year plan, you know? Um, but the the act of doing that is is amazing, especially if you if you believe in yourself. And I think that's part of that five-year journey. Um, so when you first put it down, it's like, ooh, I don't know if I can do this. Um, but as you're going through it, you realize that, you know, if it's meant to be, the universe comes to support you. Absolutely. So the five-year plan started with the podcast. So I do have the Exceptional Leaders podcast. I hosted it myself for one year. I did 51 um, interviews and it dropped weekly. And I thought I was going to literally die from the stress. So I thank you for having me on because I know what this is like, you know, reaching out, uh, doing those initial interviews, getting them on board, and then actually, you know, doing it and all of that. So, you know, I, I did that. And then I met uh, Martin Sibley. And he was one of my guests. And literally, I begged him to be my co host. Um, and he's amazing. Uh, in 2016, he was named one of the he was the third most influential person in Britain because of what he's achieved in the disability space. So if anybody's interested, please go look up Martin Sibley, M-A-R-T-Y-N. Um, he's just amazing. And so now he co-hosts with me. And what that did is it freed me up to do the next thing on my five year plan was the first book. So um, I am just so blessed is I have uh, 13 other co-authors and they were all previous guests from the year before, right? So there was a plan here. So I asked people, you know, I, I love your story. I would love for you to help me to share it through a different medium. And that is one chapter in a book. So it's about 2,500 words, but it's really such a journey um, for each of these people to take a step back and really think about, you know, what have I been doing? Yeah. Why have I been doing it? How have I been doing it? And that's what the first book is. It's um, basically a, a very intimate look at the step-by-step -step, um, journey that people have taken to create a nonprofit, to write a book, um, to create a podcast, um, just all of these different amazing uh, offerings. One is a um, online support for kids with aut autism who like to play Minecraft. He created a whole nother server and this whole nother universe of parents and professionals who come in and support the players. Um, oh, it's so amazing. And, and it's like people like yourself, I just had you on the podcast, you know, people who we have um, expertise and we have skills mm -hmm. in one area and you can bring that into this helping people with disabilities all over the world, yeah. you know? And so that's what that first book is about. Um, and then the five-year plan is that I have two more books in the series. So the first one was very general. It pulled from uh, the 51 interviews that I had completed. The second one we're already working on. It's called Becoming an Exceptional AAC Leader, which stands for um, Augmentative and Alternative Communication. Harut, I am so, so excited about this. Um, I've reached out to, there, were, there are so many people I could have asked, right? But I reached out to uh, a number of people in November and I said, you know, I'd really love to do this. I'd really love to have your story. And everyone I asked said, yes. Now, you know how tumultuous the times have been um, since November. And so, you know, we definitely are having just to give grace and time. Um, it's just so difficult, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. And soon I'll be able to it. share. Yes. I, yes. I have no doubt that you're going to get through it. Um, and it's, it's amazing. So um, let me ask you, uh, so the Exceptional Leaders podcast you started by yourself and then you reached out to Martin Sibley, correct? Yep. And Martin Sibley is located in England. Yes, Britain. 
Britain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, how uh, describe the, the the chemistry that you have with uh, with Martin? Um, so he calls me his podcast wife, and I call him my podcast hubby. Um, and our significant others know exactly what is going on here. I mean, it's always like, oh my God, you're amazing and you're amazing. And I love what you did last week. You know, we follow each other, we support each other. Um, he has such a, uh, just the same type of mindset and, um, and culture that I do in terms of like how we give. And that's definitely a thing. And I know you get this too, is like how you give is not always monetized, right? Yeah. And so it, what's wonderful about that is he and I can just freely you know, come up with ideas and how do you want to do this? The thing that, that really, um, that would prevent us from doing something is time. You know, we are so stretched. And so we always have these great ideas, but um, he's been wonderful. And then I have to say the people that work with us to produce the podcast are amazing. And they also are very in line with our vision, um, even though they have their own expertise outside of disability. So definitely takes this, you know, entire group of people to bring one show together every week. Wow, that's that's amazing, and uh, you're right. It does require a group of people coming together to, uh, you know, uh, reproduce or produce or uh, present uh, an exceptional product, right? What, whatever that product might be. And uh, I'm going to talk to you about your work with cognition a little bit, and uh, you know, the augmentative. Uh, uh, reality, the augmented reality stuff, and the, how you're applying that, that to education, right? If I understand it correctly. Um, yeah. Can you talk to us about, uh, about BCI and how you got into that space and what are your plans going forward? Fantastic. Um, this is another great example of uh, love what you do, right? And try to work in something that you are good at and you love to do. And I, again, am so blessed. Um, I have, again, I've always loved technology. Um, When the iPad first came out in 2010, I was a little bit late with getting it, uh, but I did get it. And I realized pretty quickly, wow, this is amazing for speech therapy. You know, the apps really have so much opportunity. And so I started with um, creating like a Yelp for apps and people could get on and they could review the apps and, you know, all of that. And so that was fantastic. However, since then, so many of the apps have gone free with in-app purchases. So the monetization route there just, you know, was a dead end. Mm-hmm. But I made so many wonderful relationships with people um, who since that time, so 2012 to now, they've become presenters, they've become authors, um, leaders, you know, in their own niches. And so from there, we created Exceptional Ed, um, which is an online resource um, for people who are interested in professional development, for speech therapy, special education, and then also for parents so they can get on and they can learn. And um, in working through there, I met Lucas Stuber, and he is has always been an absolute leader in the AAC space. So that's the augmentative um, alternative communication space. And when he started with Cognition, that's the company that we're talking about now, he started with Cognition in January of last year. He said, May. I need you to meet this guy. His name's Andreas Forslin. He's the, uh, the the founder and the visionary for this company. He's like, I just, I really think you guys need to meet. Don't know, you know, what you got, what you would do from there, right? And I was like, wow, this sounds amazing. So I met them when I went to the um, LA Abilities Expo in California because I was supporting one of the authors. You were there too. <laughs> you were there too. It's such a great, a really great experience. I hope yeah. they have it again. You know, obviously that we missed it for this year, but for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to just sit down with Andreas person to person. So there weren't any pre, you know, um, conceptions to anything. And we just talked. And this is what I love about um, people and relationships is I immediately felt like, wow, 
I love what this guy's doing and I want to be a part of it. And it's such a blessing is that he saw the opportunity with me. Um, and so now I'm about to go into a lot of like technical stuff that I did not know prior to this. So that's what's really important. I think a lot of people reached out and said, May, how did you start working with this company? Um, it really is because Lucas, starting with Lucas, who is a speech language pathologist, that he saw my potential and he knew my, my skills, you know, my strengths, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, being really organized and loving technology. And then Andreas um, just really taking a chance on me. Um, so here we go. I am working on a brain computer interface and augmented reality headset for AAC. So that's a big mouthful. Um, what we're talking about is, I wish I had a, a one here, but soon we will. You take it and you put it on your head mm -hmm. and it does not read your mind. What it does is there's a lens in the front, right? Kind of like a Google Glass, but it's a lens. And we are giving you an augmented reality um, presentation of the AAC that you typically see on your iPad. So instead yeah. of looking down at your iPad, you're going to be looking up through this lens and then you can select the tiles, the words, you know, the conversations that you want to select. So mm -hmm. you either use that with your um, face and head movements or you flip a switch and now we're going to start getting EEG signals from your brain. This is the brain computer interface portion. Yeah. And we're going to receive the signals of what you're paying attention to. Mm -hmm. So like when I look at you, I go, ooh, you know, my brain goes, ooh. And there, there is an actual evoked potential that happens in the brain. So our system is going to pick that up, which a lot of systems do. So it's really important to know that, yes, BCI has been out there. Mm -hmm. But what ours is actually doing is capturing information and then interacting with the software to say, that's what I want to say. So it picks, let's say, the phrase, I love you. And then um, the headset will then actually give out that digitized voice of I love you. And it'll also show the words on the outside of the lens. Wow, that's uh, really amazing. So, so when you say show the words on the outside of the lens, that means the person in front of you is seeing it, correct? Yeah, yes. so they can read it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's that's amazing. So they can hear it and read it. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's amazing. It's really cool. And uh, you know, uh, uh, you already know that I also did some work with B with BCI. So uh, as you as you're talking, I'm really excited about it, and <laughs> I want to know more. I kind of want to get it in my hands and play with it a little bit just to see what's going on. But uh, the more important thing is that if you just think about how many people this, this technology is going to help, it's just over overwhelming majority, right? I mean, I, you, you guys probably did more research than, than I have in this area. Can you talk to us about the demographic and who's this going to help? Absolutely. So there already is technology that is um, helping people to have hands-free access. So um, when you think about using an iPad or some type of tablet or screen to be able to talk, you have one type of access, which is you reach out and you touch the screen or you touch the keypad, right? Mm -hmm. So you actually have to create what those messages look like. So the hands-free component is they have hard hardware that you can use and it actually connects to your eyes and it will pay attention to what your eyes are looking at. We have an app, it's called Speak Pros. It's available on... Um, Apple, the Apple App Store. And in the next couple of weeks, it's dropping to $150. And what that does is it uses the true depth camera that's available on the iPad and the iPhone. Mm -hmm. So you can control that mouse with just small movements of your head. So for $150 and the price of the iPad, which you know some people already have already, but it's not that expensive, yeah. you can access 
this AAC software without having to touch. And so you're asking about populations, you know, this may be someone who's had a, a stroke, um, degenerative diseases, neurological um, issues. Uh, there's just so many where we don't have that mo mobility. We'll say like people with cerebral palsy may have that upper mobility impacted. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's one space. Now the BCI component and the augmented reality component takes it off of an iPad and puts it right here. And what we love about that is if the presentation of the information is right here, I'm looking at you yeah. instead of looking down and doing all of my interactions and then looking up. So that's the first step to get to natural language, which is what we want to help people to get to, right? And then the other piece of it is, um, if you have difficulty controlling your eye movements, right, being that precise and that specific, now we can switch to the BCI component. And that just opens a whole new world, Harut, and we're starting to do research there to really find out, um, you know, what are the areas, how many, um, how many things can you access, how quickly can you do it? without having to rely on the precise visual um, skills. Oh, that's amazing. You know, I'm so excited about this product. Uh, I think I'll be the one of the, and so it only works with an iPad or it's general tablet, whatever it is. How, how so it? this the SpeakPros app is available on the iPad Pro, fourth generation and newer, because it has to have that true depth camera and uh -huh. the iPhone 10 and newer. And then the headset is a separate hardware and software that we're in the process of uh, iterating and getting through to the final product. So we've gotten through to our second iteration now. Um, and okay. I'd like to invite anybody who's watching, um, if you're a professional or parent, if you're interested in finding out more about the, the headset, the BCI component, please contact me. If you're interested in finding out more about the app, please contact me. And then we are looking for people to join us um, on the Brainiac Council which is an advisory group of people who are experts either in the space of speech therapy specifically to um, eye gaze or eye tracking technology, um, evaluations, um, anybody who is a parent or a person who would like to trial or be part of the headset assessments, you know, all of that. So just reach out because there are so many ways um, to get more information and to get involved. Absolutely, yeah. I would invite anyone watching this and uh, when I post this uh, interview officially, I would also include your information and, uh, you know, Facebook, email, or Instagram, whatever else you want me to include, so people can reach out to to you and uh, take this further. Uh, this is this is amazing. Um, I was going to ask you. So you mentioned that uh, only Apple products. So is that what? Am I understanding correctly? This is working only with Apple products at the moment. Yes, as of right now, we're using the um, iOS platform. I can share my screen. Um, there is a public facing page that I would love for people to see. Um, and it just kind of gives you a visual of what that headset looks like. All right, let me know when you can see my screen. I can see your screen. All right, so um, this one is going through a number of the pictures, but this is a great picture here. Um, this is the lens in the front, mm -hmm. and this is the information. This is the, the iPhone that is in there. Um, it's, it's very uh, sleek. We're trying to make it very comfortable. Um, this is the cushioning, the padding at the back. Um, this really exciting stuff. It's, uh, well, I mean, it looks, uh, well, here's what my thoughts about it. It's cheap, relatively cheap at least. Uh, it's uh, revolutionary and the design is great too. So here's my first, uh, you know, opinion on just seeing the pictures and the, your, your description based on your description. So it's great. 
That's a, that's a very great work. So let's uh, let's move on to uh, the uh, exceptional ed uh, endeavors. And currently, uh, I think uh, we mentioned that uh, Verge Learning acquired exceptional ed. Is that correct? Yes. We haven't actually gone public with that yet. Um, just kidding. I guess this is it. Uh, we do have a press release coming out, but we've been working with the amazing team at Verge Learning since the since November, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like dating. I, I want everybody to know when you're in the entrepreneurial startup world, you know, you hear about acquisitions and mergers and, it, you know, they ask you, what are your what are your five year plans? Um, and myself and Nicole Zeno, who's been my partner for a couple of years, is just an amazing, amazing tech guru. Um, you know, we definitely started out the gate like we need our pitch deck and, you know, we need to talk to people. And we did. Um, but there was a lot of times we walked away from those meetings going, not a, not a good fit. You know, like the culture is different, that the whole mindset is different, you know, which is not a good fit. But with Verge Learning, honestly, we are so happy um, to the point where all of our founders, we have five of us, we all came um, forward to continue to work with the company. So that that says a lot. Um, and I'm sure that you know this, you know, in terms yeah. of just getting Absolutely. through the whole process. Um, so we're so excited. We've merged with Verge Learning. They are a teletherapy platform. Um, uh, what they're doing is making your like Zoom-ish experience specific for special education. Mm-hmm. And that's totally different. There are so many things that we need in this space. Um, and one of the things is obviously HIPAA compliance. We need to be protected. We need to you know, make sure that we ha- give our, um, our students and their families the, the peace and security that this meeting is confidential. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're also giving them uh, content that they can use. So instead of having to go out and where's my PDF, you know, where, how can I do this? How can I use a third camera doc so I can capture this? It's all right there as part of the, um, the therapist or the clinician or the teacher's experience, you want something for articulation, we've got it. You want something for uh, early literacy, we've got it. Um, and then also like a gaming component too that you can go out and do things. So I'm super excited about that. Um, gosh, I got so many great things. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, letting you me do. share. You do, no, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. And uh, I'm sorry if I said something I shouldn't have. Uh, no, 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 it's good. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, no, that, that is great. I was going to ask, like, when, are, when are you finding time to do all this stuff? I, I thought I was busy. You know, Barbara Fernandez of Smarty Ears app said that to me just two nights ago. Um, and she knows this too, is you schedule everything, everything, you know, like I'll schedule virtual lunches now with friends. Um, my parents, I schedule them that I have a call every morning with them. And so my dad will say something like me, like, oh, I know you're so busy. I'm like, look, you're scheduled. You're on yeah. my agenda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyone who's not scheduled is basically out. <laughs> You're out. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's also the me time, right? So I know that there's things that I haven't been doing well, like doing yoga, like I should be. um, But Cam and I now we are in Santa Barbara for a couple months while we're working with cognition. Um, Mm -hmm. So we've been going to the beach and that's scheduled. They'll be like, okay, you know, this time we're unplugging and we're going. And that's just been, oh my gosh, just feeding my soul. Well, I started, I started doing personal development and that's actually uh, one of the things I tell people, you know, you need to write it down and that's gospel that's it and that's how you're gonna progress or do things that you're, you're you set your mind to do otherwise if everything is in your mind you're just gonna you know go about doing things randomly and sometimes you're gonna forget i just saw a research that said that um students who are writing handwriting their notes are actually retaining more than the ones that are taking um digital notes 
Yeah. Well, I, I used to do that, but I didn't know this uh, fact before. So <laughs> I used to, when I was a student, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, uh, even, even right now when I read a book and, uh, you know, read a book or see something online that really resonates with me, I write it down. Uh, yeah. I have, uh, you know, notebooks here that uh, I fill. It just, uh, you know, something it's, it, it gives me, uh, I don't know, pleasure to write it down. And it's also a way for you to get, away a little bit from technology, you know, and use the old fashioned way. All right. I'll share a little thing. I love colored pens. So for Christmas, I asked for my secret Santa. I got colored pens. I got purple, green, blue, and it just, I don't know what it is, but it gives me such joy to take notes and stuff in different colors. Hey, whatever, whatever makes you happy. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So when is the next book coming out? We're working on it. And as I was saying, you know, just life is kind of holding us up a little bit, but I'm hoping for March. Um, and I really think that that's a, a doable target. Um, so but we're, all, in, we're all together on it. In two months, basically. Yes, um, we do have, I think nine of the stories are completed so far and have okay. gone through the editing process. And they're amazing. They're amazing. So awesome. just every one of them, just incredible. That is great. I, uh, I am, I am going to write my second book, but I, I don't have a timeline for it yet, so uh, we'll see. I have to write it down, as we, as we talked about. We have to do like I do. I don't write the whole thing. I do the introduction, I do my one chapter, and I do the summary. And, of course, all of the editing. I get to read everybody's you know, stuff, and then I work with the editors. Um, but I, I can't imagine doing an entire book myself. So, you know, really, I have a lot of respect for you and others who do, obviously, chapters and chapters. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. And uh, my book is a, is, a, is a small book, but... Um, I, I put a lot of time, you know, because I wrote everything from start to finish, except for the forward who was written by Vince, Vince Daskal. Yes, Vince Daskal. We love him. Now, the, English is not your first language. No, it's not. It's it is your... My fourth language. Fourth language. And so I just, I really want everyone to hear this also. I mean, it's just so amazing that English is his fourth language, and then he is an expert and an author in this language. Well, I don't know about expert, but uh, at this at this point, I think all four languages I don't speak properly. Let's just let's just say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, but but no, I I, I love that I, I speak several languages. Uh, initially, uh, at school, it was it was hard, you know, growing up, you know, at school, you know, there's always more work to be done. Uh, but uh, I'm glad my parents put us through that, but me and my sister basically, and. Uh, uh, it was, you know, right now I enjoy speaking four languages. Uh, even the, the the language that I don't speak, I can pick pick up easily and I can learn easily. You know, so yeah. it's uh, it's it's beneficial, definitely. Um, that's uh, that's all I have. Uh, do you do you do you want to say any closing comments? Um, well, I just feel like there is a real renaissance here uh, going on. You know, in terms of equity and accessibility. Um, and obviously we've gone through you know, so much in this past year in terms of Black Lives Matter. And there also was a disability awareness campaign that happened over the summer and that's super important. Mm-hmm. But I just feel that collectively, you know, people are really starting to bring down those divides and those barriers and prejudices. Yeah. Um, and we're realizing you know, that they shouldn't be anywhere. Um, in any culture, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited about that, Harut. So I think that like, you know, all was it high tides raise all ships, you know, and, and I think that we will all benefit eventually, you know, from all of this. Yeah, and uh, you are right. Uh, the division doesn't, uh, doesn't do us any good. And uh, uh, in this country, I think uh, we are less divided than in others. Uh, I come from a divided country. So, you know, I know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Long story short, 
division bad unity good <laughs> uh, and that is it um, i will share this uh, with our guests so uh, i will put this on the marketing robotics website you guys are welcome to to watch it again uh, i will also have it uh, on buzzsprouts which i will share also so if you can't watch it you can listen to it uh, thank you so much may for being on with us today giving us your time, penciling us in. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate you very much. Thank you for this opportunity and for producing these. You're, you're doing an amazing job. And if anybody wants to listen to Harut's very detailed um, interview with me about all the things he's up to, you can find it on Exceptional Leaders. Absolutely. Exceptional Leaders, go and watch it or hear about it. Uh, and there are more other, other interesting uh, stories on there. I listened to a couple of them which uh, two other entrepreneurs, engineers, uh, who you introduced me to the first time we spoke. Uh, yeah, I also reached out to them as well. So it's, it's been good. Wonderful. Oh, it actually makes me think. Um, so that's the podcast we're talking about. If you go to our Facebook page at Cognition, mm -hmm. um, every week on Wednesday, I was uh, doing Facebook live interviews like this um, with people who are experts in the augmentative communication space people who are power AAC users and absolute thought leaders, and then also bringing in people who are in BCI and AR, and they're sharing what their work is and how that's going to help accessibility and disability. So if you have any of those interests, they're only 15 minutes, so they're easily digestible. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, again, May, thank you very much. Uh, I will talk to you later. I have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.